Good morning, Athens First Family. It's a joy to see all of you here today. Maybe a little sleepy if you stayed up late watching football, like some of us did, who shall not be named. But it was good to do, right? It was just one fun aspect of the holiday, which had a lot of really good parts, or I hope it did. I hope you got a chance this holiday to spend your time with family or friends, or if nothing else, just catching up on some of your rest, right? Because we did. And we also had the opportunity to spend our time reflecting on all the great things we have to be thankful for, and I hope you did too, amen? Amen. I also, in addition to spending that time with family and with friends, I spent a lot of time this weekend on my computer, to be honest with you. And I might have just been shopping a few of the Black Friday sales, (laughs) successfully. And I also spent a fair of my time sending out greetings for the holidays. I mean, since it was Thanksgiving and I'm not with all of my friends, I sent out a lot of e-cards. And I spent some time on social media posting to say happy Thanksgiving to all of my friends out there. And I would scroll social media to see other people's posts and I would respond. And we were all wishing one another a happy Thanksgiving. Maybe some of you were the people who who posted that. If you were, then thank you. But it was a joy to read all of those greetings. It was a joy to be able to have that digital communication. But there was something that I didn't see as much of, and that was something else that's going on this weekend that doesn't get quite the same amount of attention. Today is Christ the King Sunday. And I heard all about Thanksgiving as I was looking online, and I read about that over and over, but I didn't find a single post, not even from my churchy, liturgical-minded friends, that said, Blessed Christ the King Sunday. And so I'm going to fix that now. Blessed Christ the King to all of you. But Christ the King Sunday is the last day of the Christian year. It's the last Sunday of our Christian calendar. Many of you know that the calendar that we go by here in the church is just a little bit different from the 12-month calendar that we put on our walls or that we might look at on our phones. We look at our time just a little bit differently. And so it's sort of like saying Happy New Year when we start the year at Advent each year. And that makes today kind of like New Year's Eve, because we're just about to finish up an old year and we'll move into the new. And if the new year is going to be all about looking forward to celebrate the coming of Christ in our world, Christ the King Sunday reminds us about all that is to come, about celebrating the completion of Christ's purpose in our world, about looking ahead and celebrating the kingship, the lordship, the glory of Christ our Savior. On this day, we celebrate the revealing of who God in Christ Jesus really is. And so we have a scripture 
today that is assigned and given just for this day, and this scripture describes just who our God is. So hear these words from the book of Ezekiel. For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep, I will seek them out as shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all of the places where they've been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel. By the watercourses and in all the inhabited parts of the land, I will feed them with good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and they shall feed on the rich pasture of the mountains of Israel. I myself will be shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord. I will seek the lost. I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now, as we read these beautiful verses, we hear a description, right? But of a very unusual kind of king. You might notice that this is not the kind of high ruler that we might think of sitting on a shiny throne enjoying his riches and his power. This is a completely different kind of king, a shepherd king, a king who wants to care for his people. And now, in the time that this text was written, it was actually not all that uncommon for leaders and rulers to describe themselves as shepherds. They often did. And we hear some of these stories in other places in our Bible as well. You may have heard of the great King David, who wrote a number of our Psalms and who was thought to be the greatest king over all of Israel and all of its history. He began his life. David did, as a shepherd, keeping the flocks out in the field. No one ever gave him a single thought until the prophet Samuel shows up and anoints David king. Now, if you're new to the stories of the Bible, then I'll tell you that even farther beyond this point, as we move into the stories of Jesus, we hear these ideas of being a shepherd again and again as Jesus washes the feet of the disciples, as he feeds the 5,000, as he tells them a parable about a shepherd who will leave behind the vast majority of his sheep to go and to find the one who's been lost. This is our God. This is our King. This is our Savior who says, I myself will search for my sheep. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. This king doesn't send out the staff. He doesn't mobilize the army. He doesn't delegate this task. However much we may be encouraged to do that by the organizational experts, our God goes. 
our God leaves the throne, this God of the universe, the maker of everything that is, will go in search of you and me. And God did go and landed in a manger whose coming we're about to start celebrating. Doesn't this just change everything? Everything that we think about power and authority, this is not a Game of Thrones ruler, right? This isn't King Arthur sending out knights on a quest. And yet for us, as we look at our own history books, isn't that what we see again and again in human terms? It seems that to be a king means to amass power and wealth. It means to have servants, not to be a servant. And the job description is nothing remotely like a shepherd who lives in the dirt and who looks after dirty and maybe not all that bright animals. And yet this is where our Savior would choose to be. Rather than on a mighty and shining throne, God would rather be here in the dirt with you and with me. To me, this is one of the most comforting thoughts. This is honestly one of the most reassuring scripture passage I can remember reading. This description of a kind-hearted king who seems to long for nothing more than our well-being. He says, I will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the water courses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land. This is how God wants to take care of us. We have a God who longs to feed us, to give us rest, to bind our wounds, and to bring us back from all of the places where we scatter ourselves and where we wander, to put us in the place where we're supposed to be, that place that we were meant for. Now, these words mean a lot to us, and they meant a lot to Ezekiel and the people of Israel in that day and time. Ezekiel was a priest and a prophet, and he's writing during a time when the people had been taken into exile by the Babylonian Empire. And because they had been unfaithful, the Israelites fell to the Babylonian armies, the temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed, and the people of Israel were taken to a foreign land. At this moment, the moment of these words that we've read, Israel was utterly defeated. Everything that they had relied on was gone. Their military power, their political independence, their practices of faith, everything that made them who they were had been taken from them. And now they had to rethink their entire identity. They had to figure out who they were now that they were in this strange foreign land. And they had to figure out 
this God that maybe before they had misunderstood. God spoke of being a people scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness, and it certainly was that for the people of Israel as these words are being written. And maybe it is for you. Now, we are entering into this season of Advent, what some people will call the Christmas season, because we are preparing for Christmas, right? We're making all of our plans, we're buying gifts, we're putting up decorations, we're putting items on our calendar and figuring out how much we can squeeze on there, right? At the very least, this can be an anxious time for all of us. It's a hairy time of the year, and for many, it can be a lot more than that, and maybe it is for you too. Now, this, is, this coming season is the time when we celebrate the hope that is to arrive. We celebrate this as a season of light, celebrating the light that is coming into the world. And we put up that light in so many ways. Just this past Friday, our family went to the botanical gardens to see the winter wonder lights. Anybody else seen that? It is absolutely beautiful, right? If you haven't seen it, I recommend you go. And if you have seen it, then you know how gorgeous it is. There are lights everywhere covering the beautiful gardens through every path on every plant. There are lights that are shaped like snowflakes, lights that look like animals, and in the middle of the entire park is a huge multicolored Christmas tree made of lights. And on the top of that Christmas tree is a beautiful Christmas star. And it is a perfect reminder to all of us of the light that has come into the world. But if we're honest, in these times, as we prepare for this light, sometimes we struggle to carry that light. As we prepare to cross into the threshold of this new season of Advent, many of us carry the weight of grief, of struggle, of pain that we just can't leave at the door. And for us, it may feel as if we've been lost in thick darkness and we may need someone to come and to find us. Like the ancient Israelites, we, too, live in a world of war. We see suffering around the globe, deepening divisions, extremism, and trauma, and tragedy. Or maybe it is that you are just feeling pain this holiday season. Maybe you are wrestling with the pressure of school exams or work expectations, or maybe you're grieving the loss of someone who won't be a part of your holiday celebrations anymore. And many of us walk into the season of light carrying tremendous darkness. And it may just feel like we're wandering alone. And we need a shepherd to come and to find us. 
Now, many of you will already know that just over a week ago, the North Georgia Conference United Methodists met here in Athens, just a few blocks away at the Classic Center. And we had a meeting where we had discussions and voting on people and churches who wanted to scatter, who wanted to leave the fold of the United Methodist Church and go in a different way. And it was not a particularly amicable parting and there are questions still about how we're going to move forward. And I don't have to tell you, it was a painful day. It was a painful season. There have been bad feelings and bad actions, and we feel grief and betrayal, and we feel deeply wounded. And this, of all times, is when we may need to be reminded of Christ the King. The king who doesn't stay on the throne, but who comes for us, who has come as a baby in a manger, and who continues to come every day, each day. And he comes to remind us that there is more in this world than the passing of our classes, more than getting the promotion. There is a shepherd who will walk with us past the failures that we experience even when we've tried our hardest. Or maybe for you, it's the loss that you've had and the regrets that just seem to continue. And the times that we've given in to our worst habit or we've held grudges that have hurt nobody but us. Or maybe you've said things that you desperately wish you could unsay. When maybe when we've used our time unproductively at best and we have missed opportunities to love. On this Christ the King Sunday, I want you to remember that whatever regrets you may be carrying, whatever hurts need to be healed, whatever defeat you may feel you've experienced, there is a Savior who is looking for you, who is looking for you right now. There is a God who will leave the throne, who will go into the wilderness to find you. There is a God who wants nothing more than to go to the places you might have run, to feed you, to bind up your wounds, to give you rest, and to bring you home. Let's pray together. Gracious God, find us in our darkness where we are hurting, heal our wounds. Where we are scattered and lost, come to us. Remind us that as we walk into this new season, we do not go alone, but be with us on our journey until we see your light. For we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Shepherd King. Amen.